A quick note, this episode contains content that is not appropriate for all audiences. Please use discretion. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of My Almost Dead Brother. This is Dan Knight in a hospital room with my brother Sam Knight. Hi everybody, welcome. First of all, we'd like to answer a question from one of our awesome listeners. This one comes from Eric Davis. He has a very deep voice, and he's funny. <laughs> and Eric Davis lived across the street from us, and he was really smart. That's what I remember. And funny. And tall. He is tall, yes. So Eric says, I'm a big fan of this podcast and of the Knight family. Thank you. That's it. It's more of a comment, really. Oh, but there's more. He says, my question is this. With our nation's birthday coming up next week, what 4th of July memories do you have? And the second question is, did you ever modify any fireworks from their authorized use? So let's attack the first question. What 4th of July memories do you have, Sam? I remember going with Dad, riding in that band on that flatbed truck. (laughs) Yep, I remember. We just happened to have Larry Knight with us tonight. Dad, can you tell us the background and history of that weird Tradition? What weird tradition? You played the clarinet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, our neighborhood had a band. And when I was a little boy, I played the clarinet and somebody found out. (laughs) So they'd come to me every 4th of July and make me play the clarinet in their neighborhood band. I remember that you had to get up at like 5 a.m. You get on a folding chair sitting on the back of a flatbed truck. Yeah, I trailer. forgot about that. Oh, dear. Yes, I did. Yeah, me and Sam rode along with you, and yeah. and I remember thinking it was pretty awesome. But did you actually know how to play still? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where would you go? We'd start at the church and just go around the neighborhood? Yeah, just around the neighborhood. Was the point to wake everybody up so they would go to the ward breakfast or Beats something? It's me. I just did what I was told. I think I think that was the point, if I remember. It was, you drive around, you play like patriotic music, probably only knew like one or two songs. <laughs> so you'd try to play really loud and drive past everybody's house really slow and wake everybody up. And then everybody would go over to the church for a 4th of July breakfast and flag ceremony or something. Right, yeah. No, we always had that. That was a tradition. Yeah. Okay, the second part of the question is, did you ever modify fireworks, Sam, from their intended use? <clears throat> sure. I'm trying to remember what, stuck in them to make them fly faster and further. Like the bottle, bottle rockets. Bottle rockets, yeah. I don't remember like modifying them, but I remember having battles. I remember specifically being at the Whittingham's with Brady and Freddie. Were you up there ever? We were just shoot them at each Like you just aim them at each other and just shoot bottle rockets at each Those other. Those were probably Roman candles. Oh yeah, that's right. Roman candles and bottle rockets. Yep. I remember we'd get fruit, like a peach or whatever fruit was available and you'd cut a hole and stick couple of firecrackers in it and explode them and <laughs> blow them up stuff like that i was wondering did eric ask that because maybe something went flying into their garage or something <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing i thought there could be uh, that's probably a loaded question because he is a lawyer he's probably gathering <laughs> information he's going to slap us with some kind there of there was suit. a confession well thanks eric for that question we hope that answered it absolutely thanks eric today we have a special guest Sam's daughter and namesake, Samantha. Yep, namesake. Hi, Samantha. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. We've got a lot of fun questions and stuff to talk about with Samantha, but today, before we get into that, we want to do a bit of a health update. So, Sam, how are you feeling? Probably not at the top of my game right now, but 
overall, I'm improving, I think. Yeah, he looks a lot better than he did a week ago and even a few days ago, but he's still not all the way. Yeah, having some stomach problems and such. He's having a hard time keeping food down and that kind of thing. Do you still have things coming out of your body? Yep, two drainage tubes, but it's not draining very much at all. And of that, it's not full of infection anymore. Yeah, because before you had one tube that was draining like yucky bile stuff and another tube that was draining yucky infection stuff. And now it's not draining hardly as much. So So in the next few days, we're hoping that they'll take those out and they'll be... I'm hoping Monday they'll take the tubes out. So we are still in the hospital and now we're in Riverwoods, Provo. And so that's the update. He's feeling yucky, but kind of stronger than he has. Yes, for sure. So back to our special guest, Samantha. She is which daughter? So I'm the middle kid. Um, I have an older sister and then me and then a younger sister. Did you ever watch the Brady Bunch? Are you too young for that? I kind of watched it. Like, I know that Marsha got hit in the nose with a football. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you would be Jan. Okay. And Mandy would be Marsha. And Jan always was jealous of Marsha. Have you ever had a moment where you're like, Mandy, Mandy, Mandy? <laughs> Probably all the time. Really? Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, Mandy is cool. And then Courtney's the, the baby of the, the family, baby. so she got a lot yeah. of attention. I don't feel like you were neglected, though. No. Not at all. That's good. She got in trouble just like the others. No. One time I got grounded and I ended up going to the movies and dinner instead <laughs> with you. Well, that was Mom. part of being grounded. That was, she had to go on their date? <laughs> it was kind of a really fun night. We went to Ruby River. How old were you? <laughs> I was in high school because it was when I snuck out and I accidentally butt dialed my parents. <laughs> <laughs> You're in high school? And you snuck out, and you got grounded, but then you got to go to dinner and a movie. Yep. But you had to be with your parents. Right. Yeah. I can't remember what the movie was. I don't know, but why should we suffer? Because (laughs) they're grounded. And you didn't trust her to stay alone. That was a sneaking out machine, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so, Samantha, middle child, Mm -hmm. tell us about growing up with Papa Sam. What were some fun memories that you had from when you were little? He was always really funny. I guess you guys can tell from this podcast how his sense of humor is always fun to be around. That's questionable. (laughs) One of my most favorite things we did when I was really young is we would go up to Park City and we would stay at the Marriott, either Summit Watch or Mountainside, Mountainside. but mostly the Summit Watch. And we would swim and we would go up Main Street and get Java Cow ice cream. Mm. And I just remember like my dad was always known for like he would just disappear and we'd be like where the heck is he so every morning he would be gone and then he would come back with either donuts or bagels Mm. and I was always really disappointed when it was bagels because I hated bagels (laughs) (laughs) I know that but I never told you you because I didn't want to hurt you yeah everybody else liked them we're cutting to some serious feelings I could have got both well I didn't want to hurt you because it was a nice gesture I'm glad we're being open tonight Samantha's getting some things off her chest (laughs) So real quick, Samantha, just so the audience knows, how old are you and what stage of life are you and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I'm in my late 20s. I have one daughter. I'm married. College graduate, master's graduate, and... 
Yeah. Working through a career. And yeah, mental health therapist at a nonprofit in Salt Lake. Awesome. Yeah. And your husband is starting graduate school. Yeah, he's a physical therapy student, so he's got three weeks down and three more years to go. Well. So <laughs> we're almost there. Sheesh. And little Sonny's walking now? Little Sonny's, like, running. Yeah, oh. she's wild. She's one-year-old? Yeah, yep. one year and she's, one month. She's fast. Yeah, she's a runner. And Samantha, we did discuss earlier, you are for sure millennial. Totally, because you, I said something and you guys didn't know what it meant. What was it you said? I said that my dad was scared that I was going to put him on blast tonight. We all just looked at her like, what um, did you just don't, say? You're going to put him on I thought that might be a Snapchat thing or something. <laughs> like, is that a new app? No, and I didn't know that was a millennial thing, so... You guys should feel a little OLD. So we do feel a little OLD, but so the bagel thing, that was kind of putting him on blast a little bit. True. So. Well, no, I'm glad. Well, I don't know if I'm glad I know, but I wish I would have known. Yeah, donuts were a better option. I really like the maple bars from Winchell's. I don't oh. think that's weird. Like it's Donuts normal, are always a better right? option. For a kid, for sure. Yeah. So there's blast one. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'll take it. I guess I should have asked. You know, the getting up early, I think we inherited that from our dad because whenever we used to go on a trip, no matter what, you couldn't wake up and have him be there. He was gone early. He'd Mm. walk around the town. Sometimes he'd come back with those little mini cold cereal containers. That was the only Mm. time we'd get Fruit Loops and stuff. You remember that, Sam? Oh, yeah. So I shouldn't be complaining about my bagels, probably. No, you can. You can. I mean, you're a millennial. You can (laughs) put any of us on blast you want or... You can say lit or... So you just put me on blast now. Is it savage? <laughs> he savage. He roasted you. Yeah, roast. That's uh, a good one. Roast doesn't feel that ghosted. modern. Roast ghosted is something different. Ghosted. That means you just disappeared. <laughs> you don't talk anymore. You don't say goodbye. Oh. You just kind of leave. I'm done with Slowly this. Slowly walk away and... Oh, yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Maybe we should finish an episode like that sometime. Just, <laughs> just, just ghost stop Just, just kind of stop talking. Okay, so let's hear some more memories. So you told us about Park City, mm-hmm. getting bagels and the donuts. Mm-hmm. What was Sam like as a dad? Mm-hmm. Did he seem like one of the kids? Because that's how I have always pictured him. Yeah, he usually did not do the disciplining, but he was always really fun. I remember when we'd go to restaurants, he'd use a different name. Like he'd say like, oh, put us down for JT, like on the wait list. I what was JT? One of my names, Ricky, JT. Jonathan Tabernari. It was mostly initials, like JD. Yeah, I liked initial names. TJ. Yeah. CJ, TJ, LJ, DK. But I did go with Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, like Lime Ricky? No, like, yeah, Ricky Ricardo or Ricky I, Martin. I think because of Ricky Martin, you seem more like him. Yeah, that's who I was or trying Ricky to Schroeder. be at that point. No, straight up Ricky Martin. Yeah, he has. He was one of the kids. Yeah, he has some funny things about him. I'd like to try to get the girls to do accents sometimes when we drive. Oh yeah, that reminds me of something. Remember when we went to Las Vegas and my older sister had some friends down there, and I guess she had like a crush on one of the boys. And we were actually staying in St. George, Utah, and we were going to Las Vegas for the day. And this kid, for some reason, ended up in our car. Remember, we weren't going to go. All of a sudden, we're like, let's not go today. And Mandy flipped out. We were planning to go, so we have to go. Yeah. We have to go today, no matter what. This is a kid that she knew in high school or something? Just some, I think she just had like a little crush. I she don't was know. in high school. I think she was like 16, right? 16. Something like that. Yeah. 
So anyway, this kid ends up in our car. I can't remember if it was on the way back or on the way there. He needed a ride somewhere. She said, can, I, can we give him a ride back to St. George? That's right. And so my dad, the entire drive, played Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. And oh, the he, same song? Over and over and over until everybody sang all the words. <laughs> You had to learn all the words. Yeah, we had to learn all the words. And my littlest sister, Courtney, would not sing. She was she so was mad. She was so mad. She's like, I am not singing. And so it was the entire drive. In fact, she's still mad to this day. <laughs> really? So if we brought it up, she would start getting mad. She'd remember it. Well, Courtney was a little singer, too. I remember mm-hmm. when she was like six or seven. She thought so she was going to be a Broadway singer. She'd be belting out yeah. all these songs. The Dixie Chicks. She'd clo- cover her eyes. Yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah, so cute. She was the cutest little girl. She was. Ever. She was. I used to call her Nortney Newtney. Yeah. That's oh, funny. yeah. We had some fun stuff. You were like one of us kids. Mm-hmm. You did like to take us shopping. Do you remember that store, Big Dogs? Yeah. That was fun. What'd they have at Big Dog? They mostly had clothes, I think. Yeah. I just remember a dress that he got me. It was like a short sleeve, checkered, um, white and red, and it had like little dogs on it, and I was obsessed with animals, so it was like a really <laughs> cool store for us to go to. Yeah. This was in Vegas? In Park City, oh. in the outlets, yeah. Yep. Is that why you took me there? Because you know I liked animals? Mm-hmm. Oh. And I used to like to take you guys to Claire's, too. Yeah, that was oh, even yeah. Courtney's thing, mostly. He would buy... Her lots of they stuff They could get there. tons of stuff at Claire's. Claire's is big for little girls. My daughters love that. Yeah, Courtney would come back with like a purse shaped as a poodle, like full of jewelry and nail polish. You just let them buy whatever, huh? Or you just it's get... super cheap. 20, so it'd be like $20 would go all the way. I'd say, I'm going to go outside and you just stuff that purse full now. <laughs> and then meet me outside in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if that's Ooh. true. I said, but. don't worry, I've paid for all of it. I hope the statute of limitations has passed since Just then. Just kidding, the, I didn't If there's that. any law enforcement listening, could have some issues. She, it was so cheap. Of course I paid you for it. Might need to go into Claire's and drop off a $50 bill one of these days or something. Samantha, did you get your ears pierced at Claire's? Yeah, I did. I got the green earrings because they didn't have the blue ones, which was my birthstone. Oh, Green mm-hmm. for pickles. I like those. That's a monumental moment for a little girl to get her ears pierced. Mm-hmm. Any other fun memories of growing up with an extra kid in the house? Mm-hmm. Your dad? He had to be at least sometimes get disciplinarian on you at yeah, all? Yeah, only when we were really, really, really bad. He was like, like tired or something? Needed, no, not when he was tired. When we were really bad and like the other disciplinary actions weren't working, <laughs> <laughs> then he would have to step in. I can only think of one time he got really mad. You actually threw a chair and you said a bad word. And I was really sensitive to swear words when I was little. So anytime my parents would swear, I would cry. Was it mad at you or just at something and you were there? I think he was mad at Mandy. It was usually Mandy if it was one of the girls. Yeah. Well, she was probably teenager mode and you guys were younger, maybe. She was the oldest. And I think like by the time I got to high school, my parents were splitting up. And so me and Courtney got Kind of a different life than Mandy did. She, Mandy she had the had. ultimate strict parents. Yes. So that's why she got in trouble more, I think, because yeah. I did plenty and Courtney did too. Like I would be downstairs <laughs> watching an R-rated movie and Mandy would come down. I'd probably, depending on which one, I'd let her watch it. But her mom wouldn't even let her watch PG-13 movies. Oh, she was well over 13. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can think of something that your dad did that was kind of sweet is the Knights don't really like dogs or cats and you guys were the first of our family to have pets because he wanted you guys to have a dog 
Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with dogs. It I took a long one. time. Yeah. yeah. After Tito, yeah. there was no more in our family, so. Yeah. I think I was in fifth grade when we got Roxy. How old were you when we got Oliva? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ollie was. I was only two because it was when I got back You just got the out of the hospital, yeah. Yeah. We shared. Oliver was our basset hound that we shared with my Aunt Buff, and he would come to our house half the time and her house half the time. I think he was so naughty that they needed some relief. Was that when you lived next door to her? Close-ish. She lived down the road. Mm-hmm. Down center. And was it Mandy that drove my truck through her garage? It was Courtney. So you ran into Buffs, or I don't know where you went into, but... It was Buffs. You left... Buff is your aunt. Yeah, Buff is my aunt. And it was Courtney in the middle and then me, and she was just a toddler. Mm -hmm. And I was really little, too. And I don't know why you left the car running with a truck because the gear shift is a hand one. But Courtney grabbed it and put it into... Drive. Drive. And we went through the garage door. All I know is I was running up her steps and all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, oh, that was the gear shift. I flip around. There goes my truck. Was that your diesel? That diesel truck? No, it was a Chevrolet Z71. I got in almost in time. It was really scary. Totally broke the door in. Oh, yeah. So I had to rebuild that. Your dad worked a lot when you were little, right? Yeah, he was an electrician. I always knew I never had to worry about changing light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dad True. had that covered. Dad had that covered. And when we would like move to new houses, I always knew we were going to have good lighting. I knew that since That's I was true. a kid, which is kind of funny. Like, we would have cans. and Canned lighting, yeah. yeah. just good Dimmers. lighting. Dimmers. Yeah, my house is very well lit, too, because of Sam. Yeah, like those fancy ones under the counter. Yeah, I did do that before we moved into any place. Yeah, so do you remember ever going to work with your dad or checking out his job sites or not really like i remember him coming home from the electrical supply place and he would get good like mints oh yeah bring candies yeah he would bring mints home and one time i went to traverse mountain with you before it was like a thing and we had to put flyers on poles or something no what we were doing was we'd have to go at night because all the light poles in the exterior that were out Mm -hmm. we had to put tape that's right. That's what we did. So there was two lights, so we put tape on whichever side was out. Mm-hmm. So I'd just drive, and you guys would jump out. and Yeah. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It was before there was anything there, though. Yeah. Basically. That was a while ago. Daddy-daughter work time, huh? Yeah, it was fun. So you mentioned a little bit ago, you briefly, that <clears throat> something, something before your mom and dad split, that brings me to another question. Do you have memories of when you were a little bit older and maybe some harder times? Yep some experiences what's something that yeah that was hard for you as you got older well I think I don't know I think everybody has hard times no matter what with just growing up nobody's parents are perfect you know so it doesn't start when I was older it's kind of all throughout right just like anybody else yeah but I remember like the first time that I realized my dad was sick is the first time he went to rehab I was in fourth grade I think I was nine years old and um I just remember like uh, my mom would say, oh, your dad has to go away for a while because he's sick. You didn't know why no, Well, all. I can't remember like exactly how she explained it, but I just remember telling my friends at school, my dad smokes cigarettes and drinks coffee, <laughs> so he has to go away for a while. <laughs> he's got to get... <laughs> He has to stop doing that. Because growing up Mormon, you know, those things are against what's called the word of wisdom. So, like, things that Mormons aren't supposed to do. Yeah, so as a nine-year-old in just your (laughs) primary learning, you're like, that is 
the worst thing that's you could do. That's all I knew about was cigarettes and coffee, and I thought uh, that. I wish that's all it was. <laughs> if that's all it was, that would be that would yeah. have been good. I just remember that. Did Mandy that. know more? Do you think then? Oh yeah, yeah. I think. How Mandy, much older is she? She's three years older than me. So she's like twelve or something. Yeah, I think all of us kind of learned about concepts that a, a lot of kids don't learn about till they're a little older, just because you know. We were talking about it more in we our family. To. We had to. We would go to family therapy. And, you know, when he was in rehab, we would do group therapy. And so we learned about a lot. Do you remember doing group therapy clear back then on that first time when you were Not nine? Not that first time, but we would go and see him. On visiting like days or whatever. On visiting days. And I just remember what the waiting room looked like. I don't remember much about it. The first rehab? Yeah, the one, I think it was in Salt Lake. Yeah, Highland yeah. Ridge. Yeah. So I just remember, like, there was sliding doors and kind of red brick, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of had a main spot and then mm-hmm. two wings that went like that. Yeah, yeah I remember that place. <laughs> okay, so that was your first kind of memory of, okay, something's going on with Dad. Yeah. When he got out of that first rehab, were you thinking, okay, we're set, we're good to go? I think I thought that because I was so little. I just thought, like, oh, we're like, it's done, we're good. But then after that, time is kind of spotty because I was so little. Mm -hmm. But I just remember, like, we had built this nice new house and we had a boat. And, like, my favorite thing was, like, the Pac-Man arcade machine that we got for Christmas. And things, like, started getting sold. But I didn't know they were sold. The boat was gone. Yeah, they started disappearing. And so I was just kind of like going on until one day we had to move. So you didn't know what was going on exactly, just... Things weren't going the direction they had been going. Yeah. So after that, when your dad went to rehab that first time, were you and your sisters, did you talk amongst yourselves about it? I think we probably did. We're pretty open, me and my sisters Mm -hmm. and stuff. So we probably did. Me and Courtney shared a room at the time. And I remember like the first time he would go to rehab, we'd just like kind of sit at the window. There was like this big window that led out to the street and we would just like sit and like watch for him to come home every night and, you know. Missing your daddy. Yeah. Well, that's hard. Sam, what do you remember about those days? I know that that second rehab I went to in California, I missed Christmas. And that was like the hardest possible thing in the world for me. Like that was the worst day of my life. I do remember that though, because like we got a knock on the door and we were like, what the heck? It's Christmas Eve. And there was like these three little necklaces that said from dad. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. how did that happen? I have no idea. I do. Probably an elf. An elf. <laughs> That's what I was told. <laughs> you ran into Will Farrell? No. How did you get that? How did you get those three necklaces? Will Farrell didn't get them. I had somebody get them. Did you mail them, ship them, or was someone just like, oh, I'm driving to. Why do you have to know all the deets? I'm just curious. <laughs> the deets need to come out, or else I'm going to feel like you blasted me. Well, I'm about uh, to put you put on, him on blast. That, yeah. Oh, put me on You're blast. You're about and to go on wrong, blast. But that's okay. <sighs> Trying to catch up here. Gen X. Yeah. Why was Christmas such a big deal? Were they My just, girls were little. As a dad, Christmas is a game on yeah. pressure. Yeah, that was hard. I'm trying to remember how old I was when you went to the second one. Maybe seventh grade? Sounds about right. And then the third one you went to, I was in high school. I was 17. You were 17? Maybe 16, actually. So you're a sophomore or junior? I think I was a sophomore because then the divorce happened when I was 17. I was a junior. And I know you went to Ascend, which was the last rehab, and it was actually across the street from our house. So family Mm -hmm. therapy was quite convenient. (laughs) 
What was family therapy like? Did it usually go well? Did it help your family or did it make it worse? What did you think about that? I don't know. We needed more help then. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> needed more help. It was kind of scary because there wasn't any other kids, really. It was like all... Just like uh, spouses or girlfriends spouses or boyfriends. or parents, you know, oh, yeah. and then there was us. And so they were like, get in the middle with your dad and sit in a chair across from him and tell him all the things you think about him. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> with everybody in, with around everybody you. With everybody watching. Oh, let's do that right now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to put you on blast. Just kidding. You can. No, I'm teasing. Would you ever like scream at him or were you mad no. at that time? That's no, what they wanted. No, there was a lot of crying, though. Yeah. There was a lot of crying. Yeah, I don't really remember. Other, than, I think mostly just feeling sad that he would be gone, you know, a lot. Yeah. Times in our life when he would be gone, and that was the saddest part. When he would get out of rehab, would he be a lot different for a while? Like you yes. Thought he was all fixed kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I think so, don't you, Dad? Yeah. Like, you would be so much more present, like, with it and... Like asking about our days and then, you know, as time went on between the rehabs, he would get more distant, you know, in that he would be gone a little bit more from home. And then when he was home, it was like when I would talk to you, it was like maybe like part of you was gone or, you know. Yeah, it was a mixture between getting the drugs, being on drugs and work. Yeah. That was a lot to juggle. Totally. I remember like maybe before... You went to Ascend, the last rehab. Like, sometimes I would have to, like, put him to bed because he would be, like, standing at the toilet like he was going to pee, but he would be there for, like, 45 minutes. I'd be like, come on, Dad. Like, let's go to sleep. She's not joking. What was that all about? I'd have taken a couple Ambien and... Oh, you were just kind of out of it. Doze off. Just standing there. Mm -hmm. Wow. At least I was standing there and I wasn't going to pee my bed or anything. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I think you did that a few times. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes you would You're fall right. down the stairs and I I'd have to help did. him up. That's so, tough. Sam, from your perspective, when you would come out of rehab those times and you'd come back, were you thinking each time that you're set, like you were over the drugs? Did you know you'd go back to them, or what were you thinking? I thought I was over them. Every time you thought you're done? Yep. And just over time, what would cause you to get back to it? Oh, sometimes it would take a lot. Sometimes it wouldn't take much. What are some triggers that would send you back there? Getting hurt. Oh, on the job? Yeah. Fall or something? That one, after the one in Southern California, I was doing really well. Over a year, and then I fell and hurt my neck, and it's just an excuse for me. Yeah. There it is. So, okay, I'm legit. Let's do it. You're getting it from the doctors, and it's all above board, and... You were still doing your best. I mean, you were still maintaining your being a good dad. and I tried to care. let my girls know I always loved them, but obviously I couldn't be that present. I wanted to be, but there were some days I'd have to spend eight hours a day looking for drugs. Yeah. Samantha, do you remember looking back that you now know that he was using? Could you tell when he was or wasn't? Oh, yeah. It was just like what we've been talking about. Like he wasn't like his funny self, you know, like he would come home and he'd be like tired and then, you know. He wouldn't be as playful or. Yeah, playful. And then he would just sleep. Like I remember telling him stories and he would just be like kind of listening and then like halfway through he'd be asleep. Would he like miss school things or performances or things like that that you mm-hmm. would yeah. think he would normally be at or something? Yeah, mostly high school is when he was pretty absent. When you were in high school? When I was in high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. He always smelled fruity. 
Do you remember that? Do you like? He's wore, always eating candy. He wore lotion or something. He likes girl lotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a part of him. I don't think that's a drug thing. I think I that's just it was a weird like a Sam thing. Covering up smells. Oh, could be. No, I just like that lotion. Weird. Bath and Body Works are Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I think it's just a weird Sam thing because there's a lot of weird Sam things. Yeah. Yeah. Good weird. There's good weird, and there's also <laughs> weird other weird. weird stuff that's not that great. It's just weird. <laughs> I don't mean to put you on blast, but it's I'm blasting over here, dude. Yeah, I know it smells. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so Samantha, do you have any specific question? Now's your opportunity to ask your dad any burning question you have or about when you were younger, about now, about anything. Yeah, well, we had a really good conversation, what was that, yesterday? Mm-hmm. Kind of about how, like, he just acknowledged how his addiction has impacted our lives as kids, you know, and how he carries a lot of guilt. I mean, that was hard to hear, but it felt really good for me to hear, too. I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, me too. You're shocked that you... Shocked that it meant that much to her. Oh. At this point. Well, I think when you use drugs, you know, and you have to get it by any means, and you're trying to keep up this life, you know, lying is just a part of that whole deal. And so whenever I feel like a connection with you where it's just like real, that means a lot to me. But anyways, I had a question. Let's say you didn't have an addiction. How do you think our relationship or the relationship with your kids would be different? Now? Mm-hmm. I just think it would be stronger. I'd like to say you guys would know me better, but I think you guys know me really well. Maybe we would know parts of you better? Yeah, possibly. Because yeah. I've always felt like I know part of you, but then part of you I don't Yeah, know like you'd well. know more of my background, and I would, I would probably have talked about myself more. You would have spent more time with them probably growing up, so you might have had a tighter bond that way. Yeah, made you put on your creek walkers and walk (laughs) down the creeks and stuff. (laughs) What? That's a jewel. That's a mom, a jewel thing. Creek walkers are, instead of wearing sandals or tevas or whatever, as you would walk in the Provo River or whatever, she would have us save our old, old sneakers that had holes in them, and she'd say, oh, don't throw those away. Those are creek walkers. Oh. Sam would have had you guys use your creek walkers. But we did fun things, too. We went to Star Valley every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Valley's a good place. It was. I haven't been there forever. So, Samantha, do you have any other questions or items you want to ask um, your dad? I don't think so. Do you have any questions for me? I just did. Dang it. I don't, I guess. I can't think of one. Okay, I can think of one more then. Okay. I know that this stuff is extra hard to talk about with us. You've always said that. Like, it just adds an extra layer of shame. What feels the hardest to talk about with us? Like, what parts are the hardest? Ah, when I was gone. Or when I was there, but gone, you know? Yeah, because that feels... Feels like abandonment. I was there, but not there. Like, were there times when you were on a family outing where you were, like, jonesing to get some drugs or something, and you just weren't even thinking about the family at all? And I remember one time we were at, what's that place up by Lagoon? Oh, Cherry Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One time I drove all the way home and got stuff and went back during the day while we were there while at they the were water park. Playing in the water and stuff. But it was better that I did because I was getting sick, you know. And I would have been an ornery jerk. Did you try to get off drugs without rehab on your own? Several times. Many times? Could you tell when he was trying to do that? Like, could I you- think I remember one time he was like sweating really bad, shaking, throwing up. A lot, and I think I was old enough to know what was going on. And I think after that, I never tried it at home anymore. 
So you knew if you wanted to stop, you had to go somewhere. I'd go to a hotel or mom and dad's or just somewhere else. They didn't need to see that. You just that. tell the family I'm going to be gone for a while? Or would you make up, well, I got to go somewhere for work? You mean my family? Yeah. I'd tell my wife, but then I don't know what she told them. Yeah. Okay, Sam. So is there any question or comment or anything you want to talk to Samantha about? Just a time that I could, she's kind of letting me back in her life, which was huge for me is when she was with Evan. Her husband, when they were dating? Yeah, they were dating and she wasn't exactly getting a ton of support at the home front. And I could be there for her and... Like some of the of her support system wasn't necessarily saying thumbs up for Evan or what? What do you mean? I guess you could say that. Is that accurate? Yeah. I think sometimes when we feel a lot of like shame or guilt, we forget. There was a lot of times when you, you know, were supportive and you were a good dad. I don't, I mean, I don't think that was the only one. There was lots in there. That one was just big for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I felt like you were pretty sad. Yeah. That was a hard time for me. Because Courtney was... Not being nice. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be okay with that, yeah. I think me and Evan had kind of a... Evan's my husband now, but we had kind of a rocky dating period. People were worried, you know. I mean, if I saw her dating life, I would be like, what? You know, but it all turned out really good. It all turned out. Mm -hmm. He's the best. We all love Evan. Yeah. So, well, great. Thanks for being with us today, Samantha. Yeah. It's been a fun Fun episode, fun mm-hmm. time talking. Before we wrap up, do you want to just share maybe something that you love about your dad or why you think he's an important person in your life? I think my very most favorite thing about you is your sense of humor. I think when I was getting married, I was like, I need to find somebody who's going to make me laugh because I've already had a lifetime of that, and I <laughs> I like it. So Thanks. That's nice, love. Yeah. Well, thanks again. This is Dan and Sam wrapping up another episode. Hasta la pasta. Hasta la vista, baby. Over and out. This podcast is hosted by me, Dan Knight, and features Sam Knight. It is produced by Katie Knight and Andy Ellis, with Larry Knight as the executive producer. Music by Dot and Then Dot. Check out more of their great music at dotandthendot.com.